Welcome back, everybody, to the 343 Football Podcast. I'm here with a suspect COVID case of Kodama today with a, blo- well, uh, a <coughs> blocked nose. Hello. Sore throat. Hello. Hello, yes. And uh, we've got, obviously, uh, our neighbourhood spider, uh, neighbourhood Batman. Um, what, what are we today, sorry, this week? Is it Black Adams out this week as well? Or are you going to be... Nah, nah. Nah, nah. nah. What is this we've reference? You know what? No, no. We've you got Ali here. What, what, what is this I'll reference? Do you watch House of Dragons? House nah, of Dragons. No, no spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, yeah Loki. Right, right, right. I'll, I'll just be one of the Targaryens. I just I'm don't I'm marry my... I'm one of the last yeah, few people still waiting on the books, man. One of the Targaryens. Although this one isn't really a spoiler for the main... Nah, it's, it's not. Yeah. So we've got... Uh, our main focus of today's topic, uh, or discussion or podcast today, is, 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 is Gerard's departure from Aston Villa. And obviously... There's uh, an agreement with uh, Aston Villa uh, with Unai Emery taking over soon. Um, or unless he's already took over and in, in the box. He wasn't in the last match. He was not in the Newcastle match. Uh, the Newcastle match. Uh, it's confirmed on the 1st of November com- he'll take over. Yeah, yeah. 1st And uh, we've, before we start that conversation, we will go to our trivia. Uh, this week is obviously my turn. As I'm hosting, um, there's two parts to it. Th- this I like week. how he's saying it's my turn as a hosting, as if you haven't, <laughs> haven't had any know. input in any <laughs> trivia or won anything. As if it, your agenda wasn't to take over the hosting for a bit, just so you can avoid avoid uh, having embarrassment. Man. Exactly, man. Week but on week on week, man. It's yeah, been a I long time. Before I go head to head with Ali, that I'm sick. So. Yeah. 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 Oh right, the story coming out. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That, that's me. You know me, like. Got to put in any asterisk. I'm there to put it in. Like that's any asterisk. I'm I'm there next to it. That's well, me. Th- there's two parts of trivia. One's actual trivia. One's like uh, just a you know a little bit of a fun you know. Uh, I, well, I'll go into it. I'll go into it. So the the uh, the format is very similar to um, I think two episodes ago or the actually the last episode with guest the eleven. Um, okay. And we've got mm. two teams this week because I think. Um, well, one of them might be a bit easy, and one of them I just want to ca- catch out Ali with, um, to be fair. Oh, thank you oh, very much. Thank you, thank you. revenge agendas in these. Yeah. Uh, Man, he's a little bit yeah, bitter, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. To so be fair, you've whooped him so badly. Like, I'm I'm, sur- I'm not surprised. Like, it was on, pretty bro. bad for him. Come on. So it was back and forth again, yeah? Each player, each player, each person, so uh, is going to um, basically say one player of, of the team, and obviously we're going to keep a track of so it. So it's the exact same format? Yeah. It's okay. exactly the same format. Right, okay. Um, okay, okay. Who goes first? N- now... Uh, uh, who goes first? Uh, do you want to do rock, paper, scissors? Uh, Alright. On three? Rock, One, paper, two, scissors. Three. Oh. There you go. Could I have come up? Are uh, you going to go first? You've yeah, got the choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, go you, first. Go, you go first. And um, the match we are talking about is Liverpool. Oh, sorry. No. We're talking about. What? <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> Just a little bit. No, I'm joking. It's the Real Madrid 3 1 against Liverpool in 2018. Right, okay. Champions oh, League final. Okay. Okay, okay. So I name the Real Madrid team. Right. So you're starting off. Is it back and forth, right? So I name one, he names yeah. one. All yeah. right, Courtois. Nope. No, it's Kilo Navas. Really? Oh, wow. Well, 20 is that yours? Yeah. Okay, yeah. his is 1 0. Your turn. Modric. Yeah. Sergio mm. Ramos. Carvajal. 2 1. That's uh, 2 2, sorry. Yeah, so it's your turn now. Varane. Yeah, 3 2. Casemiro. 3-3. Who's left back that day? I just think. I want to get the left back. I, um, I don't know why I'm going to say this, but Nacho? Nope. No. Marcelo. Oh, Marcelo, man. yes. <laughs> One You brought it back. <laughs> I, sli- I slipped that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> um, 
Ronaldo. Yeah, four four. I think I think anyone said Cruz yet. No, five four. So there's only the right there's wing three, and the left There's three left, left, three people left. Five four to nine. There's got to be two left. Wait, was Cruz in there or not? Cruz was in there. Okay, so you said it. okay. That's no, fine. yeah. Uh, there's there's three missing. How can there be three missing? You said it's five four. That's nine. There's two left in the starting do, line. Do, do subs count? No, wait, wait, no, wait. No, okay. Wait, how is that off? How does that worked out? It must no. be four three then. No, the Seven. back line has been said: Ramos, Varane, Carvajal. Oh, who said Carvajal? I said Carvajal. Yeah. He has it. Oh, yes, two left. <laughs> My bad. Five okay. four. <laughs> okay, it's 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 well, it's Benzema. You have one. Yeah, five five. You're the winning. Who was on? Okay, so Benzema would have been on the left hand side. Bale. Wrong. Because no, he, he was on the bench. He was on the bench. Alright, I do. The thing is, I can't remember who the heck it was either. Oh, there's um, two left. I, um, I can think of. Let me just think. Uh, oh man. Yeah, right. That right wing. It could only be one other person. I think I've. I've um, I'm gonna slip here again. If you know what I mean, Marco Asensio. Isco. Yes. Yes. Ah, well done. Well done. Yeah. I was surprised Isco so was played there. That's six five. Well done. You know, as soon as I said Bill, I knew it was Isco. I yeah. remember that. I thought it might be Asensio. I thought you went for the other good-looking Spanish guy in it. Um, no, but, but Isco plays in the midfield. Yeah, at, at that time, Asensio was playing for, more forward. That's yeah, that's, was. That was my logic No, because I remember that period where they didn't really have any decent winger support for Ronaldo. Yeah. Benzema was out on the wing and he was good, but he wasn't like a true winger like Vinicius is now. And then obviously he moved to the forward position after Ronaldo left because that was Ronaldo's last game for Real Madrid, wasn't it? Yes, he it left was. That's that. correct, yeah. And then it was either, like, once I said Bill, I messed up because I knew oh, it was either Asensio or Isco. came off the bench and you scored a brace, you freaking twat. Man, I started that off so, so poorly. That, uh, uh, Navas, was Courtois, Courtois was at Real Madrid at that time? No, though, he, wasn't. no he wasn't. Shall I tell you why? Because he was, he was a goalkeeper at that Europa League final against Arsenal. Really? Yeah, it was Chelsea against Arsenal. You know what's mad though? Twenty eighteen, like in my head, is like two years ago. But now I'm thinking it, about it. It's yeah. ages ago. Four, four years, years ago. Four years ago, man. Yeah, because Navas won all three in the three in a row, didn't he? he yeah, was, he did. He, was, he uh, did. He was there. Mad. All right. And that team was insane. Though. We've got another one for you. Um, we've got a, uh, a Liverpool-themed one, uh, and this is for you, Ali. Uh, so just for Ali 2019 well it's for, uh, he's starting first now isn't he oh ok yeah. see if you can make I mean, it 1-1 one, one. yeah but this is so a, put, I just want to catch okay. him up see if he can remember well, you, I hope you've uh, got like accounted for a tiebreaker here if he gets this one because then you just left it on 1-1 one, one. No, right, the like next b- part of the trivia we could do it yeah how about that ok ok go on so, what, what you, um, whatever you want to say go for it <laughs> so it's uh, Liverpool winning 4-0 Against Barcelona in 2019 Champions League, the name the lineup. squad. The first eleven, the lineup. Okay, Allison. starting eleven. Sorry, I'm saying the first eleven. Allison, where are you? Yes, one nil. Van Dijk, one one. Robertson started. Two one. Trent. Uh, two two. I'm thinking with the Matip Gomez. I think it's Matip. It was your tip. <laughs> <laughs> it was the tip. Three two. Um. Fabinho? 3-3. Wait, no, it's not. Is it? It is. I'm going to go with Sadio Mane. Yep. 4-3. Uh, Salah? Yeah, Salah. Nope. No. No. He was oh, injured in the Newcastle game. Of course. Divock Origi. I thought Origi yeah. came off the bench. 5-3. Uh, no, no. Not 5-3. He's just got two in a row. How? Because he starts I got, first. I got Mane, then you miss one, and I got yeah, Origi. He starts first, five, so 5-3. Milner? 5-4. Five, 
Right. Two left. Two left. So, play on the left. Um, this is one I don't remember. So, I'm going to play a save choice and say Henderson. Yeah. 6-4. So, he's won it. He's won it. I'm going to say Firmino anyway. No. No, he was off as well. I think... Well, it's his team. It's his team. I was trying to catch him out. You try, You caught me out. I know. I'll play this smart, didn't I? <laughs> oh, well, it's a tiebreaker. We'll have to actually listen to the next part. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, what, what was the last one? Be honest, yeah. Um, I've I've got to think here because I genuinely can't remember it. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. It's, it's why it would have been someone in attack, right? Because we said yeah, Origi yeah, and Mane. Uh, left wing. So who would have started on the... No, it would have been... Wine and right. well, Genie was on the bench. I know that. Because he came yeah, off he came and scored, scored a brace. Who would have been an attack? Who did you have an attack that would come on? Or that would start for either Mane or Salah? It wasn't Firmino. No, Firmino was injured as well. Was it Solanke? No, it wasn't Solanke. <laughs> Obviously not. It wasn't Solanke. You're missing the most obvious guy. I'm thinking now it is obvious. It's, it's just not going to come to me. Bro, this is his team. You've caught him out, to be fair. You've yeah, caught I know. Him. Yeah, you've I know. Caught who At least I got him. Who is it? I can't tell you now. I, I, I'll, I'll, give up. I'll give you another I'll give you another thing. On the right wing? On the right left, wing. Left. He was on, it was on the left. How? Because Manny would have been on the left. Manny was on the right. Manny was on the right. Yeah. Well, if it's on the left wing. No, I don't know. Continue. <laughs> He'd <laughs> <laughs> already left at that point. Right, go on, uh, give, give, give us a hint. No, come on, come on. Uh, right, I'll give you some hints, yeah. Um, some people. Someone's listening to this, absolutely tearing the hair out. I don't know, man. Like, I know. Yeah. I'm trying to <laughs> not give that much of a hint, but I'm trying to give some kind of a hint. Um, given zero hints. Uh, used to play uh, with Salah uh, in a club similar to Salah. Oh, Shakiri. Oh, yeah. I, was, I, I feel like yeah, that was too easy. Yeah. I was going to say, some people say he still resides in the gym. Shakiri started that game. Yeah, he did. He did now. Yeah, Shakiri and Origi so, started that so, game. So initially, yeah. he was meant... And Barcelona lost 4-0. 4-0, yeah. So, so that is uh, even uh, more uh, embarrassing uh, than it already was. And initially, 100%. Shakiri meant to take a corner, which obviously Trent took. Yeah, because he was walking over to him yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Right, Absolute madness. Tiebreaker now. I'll, I'll tell you what, this is the tiebreaker right now. This is a question I don't know. This is the tiebreaker, right? Go on your phone right now. Right. Go on your phone right now. I'm on my phone. And look up who's the top scorer in the Bundesliga. And whoever gets it, gets it. Two guesses each. Wait, you you already know the answer. No, I don't. I genuinely don't. Um, two guesses each. If we don't get it, no one wins. That's can I, it. Can I, can I get car quickly going right now? Then? Can I give the answer? Or not? Go for it. Nkuku? Nkuku. Is it Nkuku? Probably not, but I've put it in that. The, the top two scorers. Is it Shed? It's shared. Okay, that, I didn't know that. Is Nkuku one of them? Nkuku's one of them. All right, so if I can guess Sheesh. the second one, if I can guess the second one, then I've tied it. Okay. Um, this is going to be interesting, this. Oh, God. Okay, Bundesliga. <laughs> it's a bit sus, you know, because he's he started it. So he's going he's <laughs> to no, pretend he doesn't I, know the answer. Bro, honestly I'm, honestly, I'm telling you right now, I didn't know the answer. It was just like a league I pulled off the run. It's going to oh, be... Uh, is it... Gnabry? No. Fuck. Who is who's Who is it? Sane? It's Nicholas Folk Folkrug. Folkrug. Plays for plays for Wider Bremen. Bremen. Bremen, yeah. Wider Bremen. Is that how you pronounce it? Wider. Wider. Wider Bremen. Wider. It's not okay. a team in South Pakistan. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay. So let's actually get to the well, okay, out of this. I'd say uh, that was the most bro, where, the where the out, You know, when you try to change the format, you know, it's either, you yeah, know, fair enough. it wins or it doesn't. Okay. Like, well, it where, where's my trophy? Where's your trophy? Well, I mean, yeah, we've still got the rest of the season left, man. You know, <laughs> you know what's funny, though? I'll say this before I end it. You know, when you were like, oh, he's obviously he knows it, like he's picked it. 
I was thinking, I should have done that. Yeah, <laughs> you should have done that. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Right. Oh, man. So I oh, man, we'll, we'll, we'll start with today's topic. Um, Steven Gerrard. Stevie Gerrard. Nice. Uh, you know, I, I know him for many uh, long shots and uh, inspiring performances in midfield, both uh, uh, inspiring how to let go of the league um, <laughs> and obviously try and uh, uh, push through to getting a Champions League uh, medal. And uh, he had a successful stint in Rangers, you would say, obviously. Uh, w- one of the, I think... Well, it depends who you ask, really. One of the most glorious feats you can have as a as a manager, having an undefeated season. Yeah. Um, it masked over, though, the fact that he did poorly in domestic cups, didn't he? In like, uh, yeah, he got the finals, but obviously he didn't win any. But yeah. but but the main aim when Steve Jarrod was there is to, you know, to beat Celtic. Yeah. You yeah. Know, to and he did that. Unbeaten. Yeah. He did that, yeah, phenomenal. And then um, some people had raised eyebrows when he transitioned to the Premier League quite, quite uh, suddenly with... Going in Aston Villa, obviously some people then uh, you know compare him to Frank Lampard's uh, rise from Derby to to Chelsea straight away. Uh, but however, generally we can all accept that generally ex players of high statures take a little bit longer, but they do get there to the Premier League. Um, and in at that time uh, in Aston Villa, he looked like he was doing really well. He looked like he did uh, really good reinforcements, did some savvy work, spent a lot of money. Um, however, ultimately this year he's uh, he's been sacked. What would you guys say your verdict is? Why Steven Gerrard has uh, ultimately I think been sacked? Uh, to be honest, it's just as simple as that. He was out of his depth in the Premier League. Um, you know, like I say, he did well at Rangers, and he, despite that, the Scottish league still does get a bit disrespected at times. Obviously, I'll be careful to say that with our resident <laughs> Scottish football expert, um, well. Ali. Oh, uh, obviously he watches a lot of the Scottish Premier League, but you still have to admit the Scottish Premier League's achievements in it don't really give you that much um, pedigree. Mm-hmm. And once he moved to Villa, like you said, there were still raised eyebrows. And ultimately, it just proved that he didn't have the tactical nous to you know do it in the Premier League. He only won thirteen out of forty games by the way with Villa. So you said like there was a period where it looked like they were doing well. It was a very brief period, and that was like last season. This season they've just looked lost from the very first game when they lost to Bournemouth, like newly promoted Bournemouth. Villa had come back, like come off uh, a massive spending spree in the summer. They brought in Diego Carlos, they brought in Kamara. Well, he, he was a free transfer, but like still big names. They brought in Coutinho. Obviously, Carlos got injured first game of the season, was out for the season, so that was unfortunate. But still, you know, like 13 out of 40 wins all throughout his tenure at Aston Villa. Yeah, that's four, a 32%. Four in his last 22 league games, by yeah. the way. That is, he, he, was, he had them in relegation form for a team that had aspirations of a European place. Top eight, yeah. Like, they've, their new owners, um, I think, have spent 400 million since they've come in. And they really back Gerard to be the guy that finally boosts them, you know, up the table. I feel and, like... Uh, and that's some notable wins. Just, just that, was, that was that no, notable but, win but against uh, Liverpool, right? He wasn't uh, in charge. Oh, he was in charge, Gene Smith, yeah. Yeah, apologies. Um, was this the 7-2 you on about? Yeah. Yeah, that was Gene Smith. That was like two, three seasons ago. I was trying to think. There's another notable win under Steven Jarrett where they played really good football and Coutinho literally led them uh, for a few matches mm. in a I row. I think it was that. a draw against Man United. Mm, possibly. Yeah, that, there was a brief purple patch when Coutinho was doing really well when he first came in. Yeah. Because he came in on loan in January, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And then they signed uh, it permanently Coutinho. in the summer. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. If I was a coach, that's one job I'd avoid. What, Villa Villa. Yeah, it's 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 it, it, it's one of those jobs similar to the England job, you know, like 
Like if like Aston Villa fans ha- have high expectations, you know they've won a European cr- cr- Cup. Um, you know they have they have a, like a the, Premier the League uh, steady stadium with yeah. Villa Park. You know uh, everything's there, but but the expectations are too high. And they're generally the, renowned as a big club. Yeah. Are the expectations too high with the fi- like the investment though? With the investment, no. But but I think the fans have it high. If you, if if you look at the, the previous coaches before Gerard, there was Dean Smith. You. After five games, he was gone. Where was his chance? You know, after spending money, no, Before, he got he got a know, good season in the obviously, Premier. Obviously, Steve yeah. Bruce has not mentioned that guy. He's a freaking moron. <laughs> um, there's there's Paul Lambert. You know, four or five years ago, he was put under uh, under the. That, um, that the was a different board. era for Villa. No, 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 no. But, but 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 I'm just talking about Aston Villa generally. Then you go back and you look at Martin O'Neill. Martin O'Neill, terrific coach, but he had a stinker at Villa. There's always been. That expectations of coach of Villa, been yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not just that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a fans putting the pressure on as well. I, I believe I think, that. I disagree. No, I think Villa's fans have every right to expect that, and for the reasons. Not every football there, fans have the right. No, to expect no, but that. like, it's backed up with mm-hmm. the size of the club already. Like yeah. you say, they've got European history. They, you know, they did. They were in the championship for for a little bit, but now they've come back. Massive club, massive fan base, and now they've got the investment. But, it's but, like Newcastle yeah. now. It's like last season. Before the takeover, you wouldn't really, you know, have any fan wishing or expecting Europe. But now with this money spent, because money ultimately is the biggest factor in football in correlation with success. You know, you spend four hundred million in four or five years, you got to expect higher than mid table, man. Of course, no, no, you, I you're, agree. Right, you're, you're right in that sense, but that's not like the only factor. I think I think it's a, having the pressure off the job of being a coach at Aston Villa. It's quite high. Yeah, you know, I did think. What happens if he has a freaking stinker? Yeah, because what know. he's done, because uh, if if you remember before he came in, you know, everyone is kind of, what's the word, like grooming him in a way that he would be next in line to succeed uh, Klopp at Liverpool mm-hmm. when his time eventually came to an end. But now he's completely torpedoed that like uh, career trajectory where he's now probably a doubt to even get a Premier League job again. Like, who's really been convinced with anything Gerrard's done to give him a chance? In yeah, because... Look, some of the players he signed, like Coutinho, Dina, or uh, uh, well, I mean, Callum Chambers is not great, but he's you know solid, solid uh, defender. Um, Kamara, David Carlos, like you said, but but, but did uh, Gerald sign him? Bednarak. Did did Gerald sign him? Did, did did the board sign him? You know, if you, if you look at the players, if, no, so many people at the beginning were saying, "Oh, there you go, that's what that, Steven Gerrard brings. He I'll brings gonna, those contacts. Yeah, he brings right. that." Coutinho and Dina were both um, Gerrard influence signings. Yeah. Yeah, the Coutinho. I, I don't. I don't know about uh, Luca Dinia because um, Rafa wanted him out of Everton, so Gerald saw an opportunity uh, yeah. there. No, there's there's, there's the influence. There was loads of people try, vying for Dinia. Like Newcastle were going to sign. Well, they were one of the favorites. That's the thing. I, I'm trying not to like impose a Newcastle-centric view on this because obviously Villa's the main story here. But there is a bit of Schadenfreude in this, in that like when because how and Gerard came in around similar times. And people were saying like, oh, Newcastle like kind of missed the trick by going for Gerrard over Howe. And also Dinia picked Villa over Newcastle. And there was kind of like a bit of arrogance from the Villa fans. Like, look, where the bigger club were attracting yeah. the bigger names. And now, you know, because obviously we got Matt Target from them. They were like, oh, you signed our backup. We signed our first target. First, yeah. No pun intended. But um, <laughs> it's worked out completely. The opposite. Yeah. Howe appears to be the much better manager. and Oh, no, I agree with that. And Dinia's not really worked out. But... More to the point as well, you're talking about the villager being 
kind of a put like you'd avoid it's like it. the england it's it, like the england job it's funny because recently um michael beale who turned down wolves and that's kind of like a similar profile to villa in a way like birmingham club like mid-table european aspirations say now he's a downfall he, of he, villa. Was, he was the downfall of villa leaving <laughs> yeah. so how much you know as someone who's watched scottish football how much truth would you say there is in that like um those rumors those like uh, statements people say where Michael Beale was actually the brain behind Gerard's. Uh, initially, when Gerard made a move, we did we did a podcast discussing this briefly. And I did mention Michael Beale is the brains behind there. Yeah, I did mention that. And, and look, every every coach has has someone behind them, always like giving them different ideas. Right now, at um, um, at Newcastle, who's who's a fellow called? Who, who, he's like tag team of bloody Eddie Howe. What's he called? Oh, uh, Tyndall. Yeah, Tyndall. He he's out Eddie Howe. Klopp has uh, Peplinger's. Um, obviously, my night have Steve McLaren. So, yeah. <laughs> but he's no, not, he's not the first person. He's no, 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 one he's of the coaches. Uh, no, no, but he's, he's third, third he's, 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 third I'd, I'd probably say he's second, but you know, no, well, he's definitely not second. <laughs> I mean, look at him. Like, well, who's second? Who's second? I can't remember his name. Who's second, bro? He was second when Fergie was there. He came back. He's second now. It's like, he was second for a very small amount of time under Fergie. Let's be fair. But 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 I'm saying is there's always someone so, someone's second commander, and I think I remember Beal had a stint at um, I think it was Santos, I believe. Yeah, he went and over to Brazil. Yeah, he went over to Brazil. It was a Flamengo. I can't remember which team it was. Oh. It didn't work well. He came back and went to the Liverpool academy. You know, took his time, and Gerard obviously was at the academy with him as well. So thought, okay, pick his brains, take my uh, Rangers with Gary Mack, mm. and obviously. That worked well, but Rangers and Aston Villa, two different clubs. Rangers, top end of Scottish football, Aston Villa, mid-table team. So I don't think he made the adjustments correct as well. But at the same time, Michael Beale's gone over to QPR. And top baller, by the way. Top, he's top guy. He's uh, got them in the playoff positions at the minute. They were top for a bit. You know, the, he, he seems to be vindicating himself. Like, he's kind of like, he backed himself to leave Gerrard's, uh, you know, sidekick. Like from being Gerard's sidekick, if you and want be to his say own that. person, and be yeah, like kind of you know, go out on his own, and he's he's doing well. Obviously, the championship is again obviously a different level to the Premier League, goes without saying, but it does seem like there is an element of truth to the fact that he was the brains behind the operation there. Yeah, no, I I, tol- I totally agree with that, and 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 like you mentioned before, with obviously be leaving. Look, look, look how he's flourishing at QPR. You look where QPR was. When was the last time they were in a Premier League? 2014, 2015 season, and. They, I, I, I remember them being mid-table for I a while. I remember Tarat, like, Tarat, Tarat. absolutely uh, <laughs> tearing one, up the Premier League. I remember, you know, Rio Ferdinand there as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked QPR in the Premier, you know. They were a bit of a funny side. Like, they always had a bit of an entertainment factor about them. Remember when, like, Remy, what you call it, uh, went to QPR and said, yeah. then came back Newcastle did bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, they always had, like, interesting players yeah. as well. And I always remember that goal that when they were losing, I think it was to Crystal Palace, they were getting <laughs> absolutely hammered. And then they had was it Matt Phillips? Is that his name? I've, I can't yeah, remember. It was Matt, Phillips? Yeah, it's it Matt Phillips. Scored from yeah. like fifty yards out or something. Yeah, like just yeah. the most, the best goal probably in a thrashing you'll ever see. But, but you know, again back to the point, of Michael Beale, like the influence he's having on QPR. There, there's no pressure on the championship. You come to the Premier League. Oh, the cameras are gonna be on him. There's yeah. there's, there's gonna be so much attention there. Yeah. And he, I think he's in, he's enjoy, he's enjoying what he's doing right now. Where do you think Gerald will go next? Then I think. To be honest with does you, he, I think his name, his, his name alone, might be enough to get him a championship job. I just feel like oh, so not another Premier League. No, you nah, won't get another. Not even an MLS switch. 
Well, that, the MLS is a lower that, standard that, than the championship. That, though. That's a possibility, of course. But well, that's a lower standard than even yeah. the championship. So you'd expect his name to be there. Plus, he's got obviously a small history as a player in MLS. Was it LA Galaxy, yeah. But I feel like his ego won't allow him like to like he'll probably still think I'm good enough for a Premier League job I don't think his ego will allow him to take a championship job to be honest with you I think uh, yeah I, I don't know what he's going to do I think he should really um, take his time and pick his next job though because obviously that's to be critical obviously he's, get, he's getting judged right now obviously he's been sacked so far the season's been horrific and it depends where he goes he has to he has to be very very shrewd where he goes well, that's the thing I, I have to say that when you say Steven Gerrard managerial style, nothing comes to uh, forward to me like uh, you know instantly no, no, like no, 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 it's not high press, no, it's not um, no, you know, no. pivot play with using you know, defenders. I, I disagree with that because I watched him at Rangers and I've watched what you try and do at Villa. No, and, he, he didn't do anything similar to what he did at Rangers. No, 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 no. He tried to play the two number tens, which he did at Rangers, yeah. right? He, he tried to do that. Yeah, he did it successfully at Rangers, but he didn't make the right adjustments at Villa, which goal it. I don't think that would have worked well with Villa anyways. He had, he had the players. Sometimes he played 4-4-2, I remember. But in terms um, of tactics, mm -hmm. I was reading an article by The Athletic about um, his time at Villa. And it, seemed, it seems like he wasn't a tactician at all. Like He was kind of like a throwback manager. Like If you remember like how Sir Alex Ferguson kind of had those kind of um, you know things said about him as well, that he was operating at a higher level and then his, he would delegate to his coaches. He'd like tell them how... I want my team to play and then his coaches will be in charge of that because I was reading how basically he, he was telling Michael Beale I want high energy football and then he gave him the freedom to go implement that on the training pitch and on, on the training uh, you know in training and on the field as well and it just feels like what was the point of him? but that's what I'm saying like I feel like Gerald's football's kind of moved on F football's kind of moved on from that but what does he do? just like run around with them in the pitch as well? Possibly. well it sounds like he was a couple, couple of free kicks as well but to yeah, be honest he was Gerard as well I think um, he as a man manager there was a few things said about him as well like obviously he handled the captaincy really poorly do you remember with Tyrone Mings and McGinn yeah. where he I think Mings was injured so he wasn't captain for that game and then he was just like bizarre he's like oh he has to play his way back into the game and then Tyrone uh, into the captaincy or whatever and then obviously that pissed off Mings because he had no inclination of like him even being dropped as captain. I would, I would, I would Mings also say Mings, Mings under Gerard, he's yeah, he's, he's as a manager, you, as a manager, you still have to be very tactful in how you handle the captaincy. It's like obviously you can't just randomly blurt out in a press conference your decisions and the players no, of obviously going to react to you. I mean, of course, I get that. And he obviously he had that reputation of being. Uh, do you remember when he came in and everyone was like, uh, like asking what you're going to change and stuff. And he was like he tightened up the um just the attitude in terms of discipline mm -hmm. in the team and then he had like the tweaks to the fine system do you remember like yeah. they had like insane fines and then he banned ketchup do you remember when he banned yeah, the yeah. ketchup and the sauces in the Crazy. canteen and stuff so i don't know what it is with gerard but i feel like he's a very strict manager and if sounds if you like don't a right knob to me I'm not gonna uh, i don't know if you've heard the peter crouch podcast uh, he talks about how the first training session with um all the legends like harrigan and stevie gerard like um, they wouldn't have anything less than perfection or they wouldn't have anything less um, from their other teammates yeah. than perfection, even in the training ground and on the pitch. And if any, if you had like a bad uh, performance on on the pitch, they, you would know on the training ground the next day because they wouldn't, you know, they w basically wouldn't even talk to you or entertain what's going on. Like you were saying, like there'll be some times where they're like passing around 
and they're just trying to have like light types of exercises around uh, passes around and there'll be Stevie Jarrett absolutely blasting it off you <laughs> <laughs> and he was just so serious all the time he just there was no uh th- there was no like non-serious Stevie Jarrett that would ever show in, in training uh but it's interesting i don't i don't know how long you can keep that persona unless he's a you're he's right. an example right. professional i feel i feel like in my opinion if you were to be that kind of manager you need to have the results to back it up because if you look at leeds for example jesse march is doing very badly and no obviously this is very poorly timed as they've just beat liverpool at anfield but yeah, before that they were doing very very badly but it's, it seems like he still had the dressing room because he comes across like a very likable like father figure to the team and it seemed like the players were playing for him. I feel like with Gerard, it did get to a point where you sensed Lip- Aston Villa players were just like, we want this guy out, man. Like, get yeah, him out. And like, they just down tools, like, completely. But if you ask about the Rangers players, the Rangers players really liked him. And there was a few instances, especially the racist incident uh, that yeah. happened. He was defending the guy. The way he came out, I, I have to rate Gerard. Like, I really, mm. really like it. He... Yeah, you know, he the way he approached it, the way he he, he stood up for. Well, they were playing away to uh, is it for Kamara. Kamara, yeah. Ben Kamara, yeah. Is it Red Star yeah. Belgrade that they were playing? I, I think no, so, was, yeah. it, no, it wasn't Belgrade. Ludogorets. No, no, I'll it was in the Europa League. It was Slavia Prague. Slavia was it Plitzen? Oh, Slavia Prague. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, uh, I have to rate him. And um, how I think James um, James Tavernier came out the way he talked about uh, his managerial style and obviously. When they had the unbeaten season, it, you could tell he was yeah. he was loved by them. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's worked out, and maybe that maybe that's just a thing. Maybe that that is a thing. Like he didn't get the crop of players. I mean, if he you're gonna though. if he you're did. gonna sign he Coutinho, did. he did get his players. Though. If you're gonna sign Coutinho, but Wendy, like he didn't sign Benue, Benue, by the way. He didn't sign. He didn't. Uh, that, that was uh, Dean Smith. He was refu- He was refusing to uh, play ben, uh, Wendy, wasn't he? He was. Like, yeah. Um, those well, two players. In, you wanted to play this two number ten system, and he wasn't even playing yeah. two number tens, was he? You, yeah, you, you have to like. Uh, it, it, was a, it was it was it was quite weird how how that was. He, um, he seemed to very. Yeah, Leon Bailey. Well, yeah, Le- he didn't sign Leon Bailey, but he had him at his disposal as well. You but know. then he didn't use any wingers. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was very strange. It, he also seemed like the kind of manager to like hold bizarre. Like he was very hard headed and stubborn in his tactical like uh, uh, flexibility. Do you know what I mean? And ultimately, I feel like you're saying like, where do you think's next for him? There's like a current trend now with managers where they lose their job. And they kind of go on like this uh, sabbatical and they kind of like go on their like backpacking trip through Europe to like find themselves. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like Eddie Howe went across uh, uh, to Spain and he spent time with Simeone. Uh, Shall I tell you something? Did he? Yeah, yeah, he did. He I went not know that. Yeah. Wow. I tell you what have been interesting? Eddie Howe and Stephen Gerrard would have been, could have possibly went head to head in the Scottish League. Yeah, if he went to Celtic. Yeah. yeah. That would, yeah. And kind of wait, like, Waiting for so the right job, but even Sean Dyche, I don't know if you watched uh, Monday Night Football this week on Sky Sports where Dyche was on. And for the was, Villa job, yeah, I believe, yeah. He was saying, like, no, I'm not really interested in getting, I'm taking my time. Like, do you remember back in the day in the Premier League, you'd have like a revolving door, like one manager gets sacked. Yeah, man, you had Steve like Bruce. Kirbishly and that. You're out of one, one job into Alan the next Kirsch, one straight yeah. away. Jeez. Paul but now, Lambert, but now it's like new era of managers, they're like taking a step back, evolving their game because. To this day, there hasn't been an English manager that's won the Premier League, which is pretty crazy to think about. And wow. we're starting to see this new generation of English managers come in, in Eddie Howe, Graham Potter, um, Dyche as well, you could say is part of that like new uh, new era, even though he's a bit older. Actually, I don't know if he's a bit older, he just looks a lot older. But um, he, he started coaching, I believe, the same time as Eddie Howe, though, yeah. I believe. 
I'm but, not sure. But, but then you've got Lampard as well, and they seem to be focused more on like evolving their tactics, whereas before man- management just seemed a bit. And I've gone off on a tangent here, but like it has. No, it's an interesting no, no, point to make, especially definitely. I didn't even think about that. And I think it's a very important thing um, to have have that type of uh, thinking. Like uh, you know, especially Sean Dyke. I, I think he was on the, the goalkeeper Ben Foster podcast as well, mm. and he was saying he as soon as he left, he got like loads of job offers. He goes as soon the first day I left, I got a job offer for managing the Qatar team, <laughs> um, and uh, and he says, "Look, I just want to take my time. I want to know what I'm going to do, what type of football, like you know." He, he wants to study the game. He wants to study the game first. Yeah, and you know, respect to that. Well, there's plenty of those managers that think that this this is how you're supposed to play, and you can tell the ones that have been weeded out because you never hear about them anymore. Because they're either too stubborn about how they want to play and how football should have been played, yeah. And the ones that I've still stayed with it, like Neil Warnock, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy, he's like Carlo Ancelotti. I swear, <laughs> down. He must not have any tactics and just say, "Look, you guys play to how you guys want to play," and uh, something come out of it. Yeah. I would never Man, see the word where you put Neil Warnock and Ancelotti in the same sentence. <laughs> nah, man, you gotta respect the like the. Uh, <laughs> you gotta respect the established the order. No, 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 no. The guys over seventy no, years no, old. No, no, but but I'll never see someone put, so put them passionate. both in the same sentence. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the other thing is Harry Redknapp was caught out. He was caught out. Uh, yeah, in but a the few game jobs. the game evolves. Do you know what I mean? And it's interesting. I know this can the podcast kind of taking a turn talking about how managerial styles, but I no, saw but an interesting quote I think it was by Spalletti. This this week as well, where he was saying uh, there's not really much tactics in football anymore, which I thought was an interesting quote. He says, really, you just have to find sp- the space and be fast enough to capitalise, and that's all it is. Just play around a bit until there's a space, pounce on it. Like, tactics, shapes, and all that. Obviously, he's probably, like, downplaying it a little bit. But it's that's just... very interesting. And then you had, like, do you remember when Real Madrid uh, in the Champions League last season, where they were just battering opponents who were, like, very tactically drilled in Chelsea with Tuchel, who's obviously a very like known to be very like uh, analytical and very precise in his tactics, managing, yeah, and like Pep, Pep Guardiola as well. And they were saying like, what does Ancelotti even do? He just like you know vibes in Ancelotti kind of thing. Yeah, he just sends out the players. Low key, it's, it's, that's, it's that's all he does. Yeah, it's just your as well of Carlo Ancelotti. That's no, but it's some people that's, that, that's like the thing. How there's 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 this is the standard now of every manager. You have video replays of how you play yeah. and then the other thing is is then you have tactical replays of the 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 team that you're going to go up against and say look well if we're going to play liverpool we know van dyke's great in the air and this is what he likes to do in corners that's 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 part of tactics isn't it yeah but that's exactly what i mean i'm saying right i'm just gonna name some managers here right and they all have uh, philosophies they're known for they're very 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 uh, detail oriented very um, meticulous right ten hag that's why, like, when Man United want to rebuild, we need someone to manage that knows how he wants to play, like, get him in. Uh, Nagelsmann at Bayern Munich, guy as well, was doing, like, bits, bits. with uh, Leipzig. Bits. They're, like, this guy, very, like, uh, meticulous, get him in. Pep Guardiola, obviously, Guardi- uh, Klopp as well. Like, you need to have an, an insane level of detail to be successful. That Gerard didn't have that. Like he, like you were saying, like he didn't know how his teams wanted to play, and in the league he suffered. Like managers like Ancelotti, where they're just there, like the aura of him is enough, kind of thing. Or Zidane, for example, they're very rare to find success like that these days. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the wisdom that Carlo Ancelotti has, uh, you know, besieges that raised eyebrow is doing something. <laughs> that perpetually raised <laughs> it's eyebrow. Been doing ra- it's been doing bits since the nineteen nineties, man. 
No, I mean, I, it's kind of disrespectful to Ancelotti to say he's not as. But like, no, you know of what course, mean? Like there's something behind there. But yeah. you know, like he's not known to be a tactician, though. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. That's what it is. But it feels but, like football's moving that way. Yeah, yeah, it is. And maybe Gerrard's just, you know, he's not cut out for it. He's not. Cut he out might. For he, it. he might not be. Yeah, he might not be um, cut for coaching. Well, on that, nah, note, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't he go. Might, he might not. He might. He might not. Uh, but I feel uh, like he would benefit, like doing what other managers have done. Yeah. taking a break from the game, and obviously, like with the salaries in football, you can afford to like not work for like a year or two. You, know? you can. You can, and they've probably got like a. Like, he won't be uh, down at the jump center like after yeah. yeah, like Pep, Pep has, uh, he's got that <laughs> uh, restaurant, hasn't he? Exactly. Yes. Right. On that note, um, I think uh, we'll call it. Okay, yeah. but I will. I will say. Like uh, before we we uh, one funny thing that did happen in the Gerard era was when his own Villa fans started singing the uh, Slippy G song like <laughs> like they sang that at Craven Cottage yeah they like, did <laughs> oh my imagine God. singing that to your manager man like yeah, that that's is, it uh, it's gone it's, there's no coming back from that man that was yeah. quick question where do you think he would go next though I'm gonna say Championship Club to be honest do Lampard I I think a Championship Club or like a very desperate relegation club like. I hope he doesn't do that. Relegation club of uh, Premier League, yeah. It's interesting though, right. like uh, the three golden boys of the golden generation of England, Rooney, Lampard and Gerrard, like, uh, you know, the, they're in management now. And I thought the three like golden him. boys in, was like, the midfield aspect or nah, Gerrard, Rooney, Lampard Rooney, and Scholes? Rooney, Gerrard, Lampard were probably the most high. Uh, I guess Terry and Rio Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Well, I'll give you my little shout. I'm going to go Nice. Nice? Nice. All the rejects of going to Nice as well. Ross Barkley as well. <laughs> yeah. Mario Balotelli. Yeah. I like Balotelli's at Nice now. No, Balotelli's not at Nice anymore. He did go there. He was for a while. Yeah. He's a turkey now. Who's, who's the owner of Nice again? Br- British owner? What's he, what's he called? Oh. Is he a British owner? British owner. Oh, yeah. Ratcliffe. Yeah. Ratcliffe. That's yeah. him. So That's where it's coming from. No, no, no. I think I've, I'm just giving a wild shout. I just put Nice in there. You know what it is? That's not a bad shout. But yeah, I'd like to hear a French accent with a... Uh, Scouse accent. Well, you heard Joey Barton do it, so yeah, exactly. we'll finish up from today. Then, all right, then, guys. All right, thank, thank you. you. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok by searching the handle three four three football. That's F U T B O L. And on Instagram by searching three four three football podcast. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher, and all other major podcast networks.